Hey, y'all. It's another Thursday. Um, I think I owe y'all an apology. No, I don't think. I owe y'all an, an apology. So I really just decided last minute, um, last week, not to do the show. It wasn't really last minute. It was as early as I could possibly think of it as, but... It was for a good reason. I just, I owe y'all an apology and why initially I started saying, I think it was because I was think, I was considering that it's a good justification, I would believe. Um, but then y'all don't deserve that. Y'all deserve an actual genuine apology. See the difference? We're going to get into these differences later on. But um, I see the difference of just, you know, word choice and diction. Um, because if you give an apology, that seems like you don't really mean it. Then what's the point? Anywho, um, but y'all actually deserve an apology that I decided not to do the show last week. And my good reasoning for it was that I think that same day or the day before I gotten um, my booster shot. So yes, I am completely vexed. I don't sway either way. If that's what you want to do, I root for you. I tell you to pray over all that dosage. Okay. Um, go with your gut. Uh, and yeah, it is a risk either way. And I think that getting the vaccine is actually a risk that you should be willing to take here nor there. Um, again, sway no one either way, but I got my booster and baby, that thing kept me sleep. That's all it is. That's it. I was tarred. Okay. So either who welcome, welcome back to another episode of the V-Mix right here only on VXPillsRadio.com. You already know who Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time are for everyone. The unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that does not belong anywhere, me, be so welcome. And in the spirits of welcoming and welcoming back is my girl. Listen, the self-love queen herself, Miss Jasmine. Hey, Jazz. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Wait, you muted. You muted. <laughs> oh, I Thank thought you. I hit the button, but it didn't work. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. It just she just keeps on, y'all. She keeps on coming back. Uh, I appreciate it every single time. You have no idea. And I just want to say you're very pretty. Like you're just giving. I don't know, I don't know if it's because I miss you. I don't know if it's because I haven't seen you in a little bit. I don't know, but you're just. I just took out my braid out. Oh well, because baby, I was gonna say this bush is popping. Okay, so this braid yeah. out is doing. I had to do two styles in one. So I was like, I want to do a braid out, but I don't like walking around with the braids. So I have been wearing my wig lately with a hat. Okay. Don't attach lace. The lace was there, so I couldn't be like, what lace? <laughs> it was there. Not the lace was there, sure. Not attached, so I had hats on on top. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, too. Make it work. Um Okay, sorry, I was reposting on IG the show and just moving slow about it because uh, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just slow molasses today. That's redundant. Anywho, um, okay, I'm feeding off all, I'm feeding off this radiance. You are giving off just radiance. Like, I don't even know if you see yourself. You look so happy, so refreshed. It's like, it's the painting back there that I was gawking at earlier. It is the braid out. Your bush is on it. Your skin is probably, you just look, you really, you look beautiful for real. Thank you. It's probably uh, the ring light. The ring light. Damn. It's, <laughs> it's you. It's you. And that's okay. <laughs> it's giving though. 
So I'm I'm really feeding off of the energy that just your look and your aura is giving because like I'm the person that like literally looking at myself, I feel like I look like Mm. because I feel tired. So I feel like I look I'm giving like a gray scale, (laughs) whereas you are giving full blown color. Like it's just you look cute. Thanks. I'm just saying the yellow on the shirt that's popping through. These cute uh balls. (laughs) <laughs> thank you <laughs> drink balls okay not drink balls cry that sounds so bad <laughs> even lock balls sounds bad right. so either one like it's they're they're petals though they're little like they do petals. i like it with the shells on the end some of the uh, plaits i'm feeling it thank you i'm trying not to shake them too much because i got a few that's loose baby you know anywho's I'm sorry, y'all. Your locks really grew fast, too. Listen, okay. And I feel like I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. It's not a secret. Um, but a little known black history fact about me is that I definitely would I lock in. So my lock anniversary is um New Year's Eve. And so yeah, December 31st, it was 2019, yeah, 2019 going into 2020. <laughs> and so I um I did the I I and I, I loved my little baby locks. I was just having so much little fun. Like, oh, put them up. Uh. And so, but then for my birthday, because it was my 30th in 2020. Woo, woo, we are in our 30s now. Jesus, that was years back. Um, <laughs> and so on my 30th, I'm like, oh, what, I'm, what am I giving? What do I want to give? And so I got the like, I, I always call them the extendo extendos, like the extendo extendo extendo, like lot, full locks um, and love them. But then... Uh, what how does every story go every story we have been telling for the past what three years now uh goes such and such but COVID right so and then COVID so COVID hits and of course that's when that was you know the peak of it um and so of course you know salons and my girl sweet like is like closed so it's like okay I'm gonna just hold on to these things and here's the thing I usually hold on to hairstyles way longer than I should I will admit that they're lazy when it comes to my hair and I just ugh um, I never, I don't think I did so well at, uh, right? See, Shola, thank you. Shola said the same, it's just, she is so pretty. Exactly. Like, thank you're you. just, look at your smile. Oh, you're just giving. <laughs> you are giving me today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but girl, like I, it's so, I had to leave them in. It was the one time. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I told you you was adorable. Who you right? Not damn y'all old. Now come on, girl. You right with us now. Come on, come on. <laughs> we we all class old eight. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm all over the place tonight. I'm gonna get into notes. I promise. But dear class of 08 Western High School, only the best. Can we have a reunion, please? Finally, like successfully. Like, can we do that? Because first of all, it's it's going to be pretty interesting. See, back when we were going to have a reunion, I actually had <laughs> I actually had friends, like a boatload of friends. Right, right. It was right. Like, it was oh, they don't like me now, huh? Wow. I keep finding out so many people who have unfollowed me on social media. It's hilarious. Moving on. Um, oh no, because of COVID nineteen. Right. Oh, unfollowed. You know what's so funny? What? I actually finally, I only unfollow one person. I unfollow my cousin, right? Oh, but like, right. he's still my friend. But yeah, I unfollow him just because I don't like the stuff that he posts and he posts all the time. Mm-hmm. And I realized that he was like 
always on my news feed. So I was like, all right, he can still be my friend, but I am going to unfollow. There you go. That's it. I, listen, I can respect it. Because as soon as you said cousin, I was like, not your cousin. But then immediately I corrected myself like, well, girl, protect the peace. Yeah. Ooh. Because it's really a thing I'm even seeing. And I know we are like getting more and more, I don't know, familiar with like algorithms and all of that. And so um, me just really getting more familiarized or familiarizing myself more with TikTok um, that I like the more I'm following like different things now, obviously that's the more I'm seeing. And so I knew that and I see that more of anything else. But what I've been following a lot more of are like the positive affirmation, a lot of even like TikTok preachers, like, okay, like, I'm, so I'm seeing more of that. So I will admit, because I don't know any other way to be, but transparent with y'all. Um, okay, can we have the reunion at my divorce party, period? And let's have it. My, might as well, because maybe it'll be more people than actually like me there so that'll be fine I don't know either way I'm still looking forward to a reunion um but I think we should do that Shola I'm here for it okay I have been fiending for a reason I've been saying I want somebody to get married I've been fiending for a reason to dress up and get like I want to get my makeup done like I don't know y'all know that's well y'all said um definitely do that at my art show because I'm trying to have like formal art show where we like dress up and like wine glasses and yeah, like, damn. I want to put on a pop like, like I'm excited that's exciting music shimmer, shimmer some velvet um, okay oh girl I got this dope I ain't pumped out yet Jesus I can't wait to that comes out. you bitch cleave all it's okay you gotta oh, get the like, you know giving giving it Thank you very much. That's good. But we're not going to dance around the fact that you're talking about an art show here. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, I just. My current mission. That's my current mission in life. Yes. I am touching the grand manifesting it with you. That's good. That just made me happy. That filled my spirit. Ashley said, okay, high split. Definitely. Come on, because I wanted to. I wanted to. um, What was it? Oh. But Josh, for my my best friend Josh's birthday, he wanted us to dress. I don't know. I think it was just to go to Black. So I can't remember. But he wanted us to dress up. And I remember back then that was like, I was fiending for that look. Like, I was like, baby, I'm going to give high split. Like, I want that. I just want to walk and it'd be a little breeze. And it'd be like, that's all I wanted. And so, but then I just, I dropped the ball and didn't like look until last minute or whatever. So I couldn't get what I was looking for. So I'm still fiending to like, give this at some point like I just it's so funny how our sexy then evolved as we got in order because before <laughs> sexy was definitely ass hanging out almost like Listen. short 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 now it's like split jazz let's talk appointment that's one end so this so mind you we're already in our topic by the way to the fact we're talking about cultural differences like get into like eat this up y'all because this is like it's it's a large array of cultural differences within our own culture um and so one one end you said look at how our sexy has evolved right so yes at some point i definitely was like addicted to like just everything short because i felt like i have legs i'm not i don't care and i know we touched on that before right but then how about i think on the total opposite end of like our innocence right so think about like ninth grade (laughs) when we were in the tanks over top of the polo baby ill (laughs) 
And this was sexy. Like, this was like, oh, baby, the milkshake is definitely bringing. No. Yeah. Nobody. No one. In high school, I didn't know what sexy was. Same. And that's why I'm like, even though it was a lot of girls that wore heels, you know, Western was like, definitely. And I always was a girl that was like, how? These long ass hallways. The steps. Uh, the steps. Only elevator use when you got crutches. Like baby. <laughs> so y'all going to the so y'all going to man, uh, what was that? Y'all going to Spanish class. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So you're going up there to wow. Just so from English class on the first floor all the way up to the third floor. And that it's like seven flights of stairs per floor. Yeah. I no, was not doing the that. The lettuce pumps in the hall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they was rocking stiletto. Okay. We were <laughs> no ma'am. And I listen, applauded. I think no. I it was always it was cool to watch. But exactly. I just knew that I would never be that girl. Exactly. I was like, oh. from afar, like, oh wow. Okay, girl, you look good. Come on. I'm like, where did they practice at? Cause <laughs> <laughs> And that, that now the funny thing, what I will admit, I remember in middle school and high school, oh my gosh, Shola, do you remember this? This I just came to mind. So in middle school and high, high school, but definitely middle school, I remember how I practiced in heels because I knew somewhat early on that I was into heels. But I was like, my mother ain't taught like she ain't taught me to one ain't getting them, two, not let me like get them. Um uh, no, really. Who told us to do this, Ashley? Okay, girl. Um, and see, show us at the same thing. Oh, our show turn up. Period. Like this is a big deal. Like I still love how you just slid that in there. But I'm gonna rock with I'm you, guys. Just you know, <laughs> slid it, but we're manifesting over here for this art show. Exactly. I'm already giving my eyes. I think I'm manifestation. I know what I'm going for. I, I see it. Oof. Um, not that I'm making it about me, but I'm excited. <laughs> is my point. <laughs> but <laughs> you have every right to be excited. Thank you. And no, so do you. That's my word to you. <laughs> I am excited. Okay, good, good. Maybe that's what you're giving off. I'm telling you, it's just, ugh, it's, ugh you're giving. Um, but yeah, so I realized that I was into heels. I don't know, whatever, at some point. And so, but I would, I think I was the one like to put on my mother's little like kitten heels or whatever, little church heels. But I, um, when I like really started to kind of get into heels, I, of course I never wore them like outside. One, I'm still, but definitely back then, very clumsy, um, like naturally clumsy. And so like the type of clumsy that don't even make sense, like falling upstairs instead of downstairs, moving on. And so, but I would, where I would get my practicing, because it made me think of when you said, where were they practicing or whatever? And I never thought of that back then. And it, you saying it now just made me think of like, I used to practice, like, I would be home, like, having to do my chores, so I got to clean the bathroom, so I'm clumping around in the house, like, in heels, like, wow, like, isn't that crazy, like, okay, let me go on up here, okay, let me, okay, like, stepping all through the house, and it'd be like, as long as I have something, like, that I just have to do, like, a task, you know, I guess my mm-hmm. task-oriented, I got it, like, I'm gonna just, so people like, you, um, you know, when we still kind of getting into our, like, clubbing days or whatever, you know, so you got the people that take the heels off or whatever, but, baby, I cannot, and I think it's because it's just mind over mind, like, it's task-oriented, like, baby, I got the, I will not, I can't, so, no judging, and take the heels off, but that's my rule. Moving on. Oh, child, hey, you really, 
that's that didn't set an anchor in my mind. Like, um, consider how our sexy has evolved. <laughs> like, this is really cracking me up, Loki. Um, cleavage is still a part of it, though, for me. You said what? Cleavage is definitely a must. Yes, a must. I don't even think you, you can, can help it. I like a mesh. I like the little mesh top part where it's like a sweetheart top. I would say it's with that sweetheart, yep. Or yeah. even with just like a see-through shirt with just the bra underneath, like. Yeah, so that my thing is I love how like nowadays, I'm, I'm not going to say because I'm not, I don't want to like pinpoint this as like, because I'm, I don't mean it how I think anybody else could take it. But recently I watched a pastor who I love her. So she, I'm, I don't even think she was taking any offense, but either way, um, a pastor was like preaching. And so I love when it's like, I love the pickable effect. Like not, I know there's some like shirts and, you know, Moses is blouses. So blouses or dresses or whatever that give the pickable effect. Like I get that. But then I like the pickable effect is where it's like, you really did not mean it. Like literally throwing like a turtleneck. So like the right. pastor, she literally had on a black turtleneck. But you could just see like slightly. And I mean, very slightly, but it was giving very much like, girl, you look good. Go stay. Yeah. Like you look good. And she snatched that like, girl, you look good. That's all I kept saying through the whole thing. I'm watching it and I'm getting the word. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just like, girl, on top of everything, girl, you look good. Yeah. Like right. it was just giving. So like, yeah, I like I do like a, a something like that. Like, oh, all covered up, but it's like, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I know you imagining what's going on. <laughs> Excuse me, but um, bad though because she was girl. Listen, but also, here's my thing. Oh, this is funny that we want patient. So, oh my gosh, let me pause for a second. What is hold on? I want to get his entire name right because I'm about to butcher it. Uh, Andre Leon Talley. Am I saying that correctly? I hope I didn't just butcher his name. See, I wanted okay, I was right. Okay, so. Rest in peace, Andre Leon Tavern. Because I think just because we we're like on fashion, I, I knew I wanted to incorporate it into the show at some point anyway. Um, just a little, little tiny snippet, I promise. But like most of us probably, but I was introduced to him, um, baby, when I was addicted <laughs> to watching, uh, oh God, America's Next Top Model, baby. When he was on there. And then I was hella pressed. And when I grew up and then watched, I think he was in the, yeah, not the series, but the movie Sex in the City. And I was uh-huh. addicted to that, honey. And he was on there. I just felt like, oh, I know him. Like, I grew up with him. Like, but either way. So I just, like, huh? You said Sex in the City. I yeah, I think, think it's, it's the, the new first one. The first movie um, where Carrie Bradshaw is trying on wedding dresses for a, I think it's Vogue, a Vogue shoot um, and spread. And um, he was, you know, on the on the set and it was just like rightfully so. And I just remember he had his like Louis, like, I don't know, it was a box or whatever, like, and just sat like, baby, sit like the way you be satin because you be sitting now. <laughs> Like, he just, he just commands, you know, he gives a presence. And this is all just me being able to observe him just on TV. But you knew, like, oh, he knows his stuff. And he's very, he was very, very much respected in the fashion industry, which, as we all know, I'm sure it just takes a lot. So, right. man, may he rest in peace. Um, but, like, just to uh, think about our, um, the evolution of our sexiness is, like, I'm a little anchored there, y'all. I'm not even lying. Like, I don't even think we can move from that yet. Um, and I think, and that goes, not I think, I'm going to keep 
taking that out of my vocabulary. But like the cultural differences, because then, of course, you had I mean, it goes across the just the different genres or cliques of I'm just thinking of our high school, which is only yeah. Um, but you know, I'm sure everywhere, like there are clicks anyway. So then you think of that, but then it's all in the the same time frame. So it's like the, this capsule, you know, of time, and yet so many cultural differences because you create uh, this culture within the culture, right? And so, like, you have your environment to thank for that. You have, you know, your living environment, your social environments, like mm-hmm. all of those different things, and or just. It's it's like a madhouse when you really begin to dissect, you know, all that is, uh, I guess, just included um, in culture. And yet how we <laughs> can look upon any other culture and either shun them or, well, I ain't saying we, well, it is some history, but either way, we weren't trying to kill off all, you know, all the same people and all that. So I ain't, we, we ain't wearing that, but, you right. know. I'm gonna let the shoes where they fit, you know, let them fall. Um or dismiss them. Yeah, exactly right. Like because if we consider just all that our own culture entails, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Entails, it should really cultivate something within you that makes you just appreciate somebody else, even if it's different. I still don't understand how the world that we live in, I don't get how the world we live in is just like, oh, it's different. <laughs> They, it's different. Okay, cool. Be different. Okay, like, go on. That's you? Okay, and this is me. Okay, like, that's it. I don't, I will, I would just will never, ever understand. We take off on the hills. I never, I practiced learn walking in hills from just starting to go to places, Adrian. I didn't, I didn't learn how to walk in hills in high school. Like, short distances, find me my seat. <laughs> I definitely didn't wear it to school. That was like prom, prom, <laughs> ring dance. But oh, that is hilarious! Oh my gosh, my mother is really going back. Okay, wow, mom. Um, the, I'm I'm sorry, I'm cracking. Hi, is jazz. She'll be like, "That's the jazz from debate, right?" Yes, mom, that's jazz from debate. I remember. Listen, I think about the bees all the time, even no. though it's just a summer camp that I went to one summer. <laughs> really? Just because it added so much. Like it was just one summer. My, I guess horizons have been widened. <laughs> I always it's pivotal for me. Like we yeah. took dance, we did all the dancing and stuff. That was the first time I ever was really into that and I wanted to be. So it was something that excited me, even mm-hmm. though I always think about how I didn't make the end of the summer performance. I, <laughs> I don't know if it was self sabotage because I was nervous, but when I couldn't find that other shoe, I think it was a tap shoe, ballet shoe. I can't even remember, oh, but it was enough for me to be like, all right. <laughs> all right. I, listen, I'm not going <laughs> to first through because you deserved and you earned your right to be there, but. I guess I get it. I don't I wonder though, like, because I know I can, it, not saying that that's what it was, but if it was self-sabotage, just because you brought it up, um, and from that angle, like, I know I can, I can relate. <laughs> like, I can relate because, and I'm not really trying to tell myself too much, but side, very side note um, to anything that we were talking about, but it, it kind of ties into where I'm about to go, um, that 
happy birthday to someone newly special in my life. Moving on. Um, and so, wait, how you doing? So, so here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing. Newly special. Moving on. Here's, here's the thing. So my point is like when we bring up self sabotage, it's just like yo, I because I've literally like and today I've had like a few like just self talks of like, hey, like so how do you feel now? Like what are you about to do? like you I in short and we can we can like probably dedicate like or I'll tie this into like giving like I guess more detail into a um a topic that I guess relates more um but that I know that like I said like today I had a few self-talks and so I was aware that one with this person like it's very different from like anyone else I've ever like talked to entertain or whatever that like and I naturally just wanted to like care and like give my like energy and attention not even and it was like with ease like it's been with yeah. ease and so um I had to ask myself like now that it's getting a fish I don't know whatever um <laughs> just, like, I'm literally <laughs> avoiding looking at you right now so, <laughs> excited about other people's good news. I, I know I know I do That's too and I don't know how to like eat it up and so um <laughs> But yeah, so I literally, not that I have, but you know, you just, you visit that. Cause I know in the past, like I have realized like, oh, this person getting close to me. Ugh. Like, so now it's just like, Hey, how do you feel? Like, are you about to do that? And it's like, no, okay. Check it. Just check it in sis. You all right? right no right. Okay. Like, so right. that was my whole point. That's beautiful. Thanks. I have a friend who does it. I, I do believe that I self-sabotage in dating relationships too. Listen, man. I think we all do. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. if we really talk about it, we in we certain really aspects. Do. Just because sometimes, especially when you're a person that's experienced some some ish, you know, that's really what it is. And then yep. you get to get into a newer situation, and you start to compare. Exactly. That comparison, honey. What they say is a thief of all joy. Come on now, you be like, "Woo, baby, do not do it." So then we are there. So I have like some notes around that because um just in our like cultural differences so the where this even one we brought this up well I was supposed to say last week but last show um just it was really like in the middle of I feel like everything else that we were talking about and I loved it like your light bulb went off and I was like girl me too I was thinking the same thing like this gotta be the topic you know we gotta pull this out and give it its own time right um and so there were some very helpful notes that I actually received um these are not my own but I received them um and so I never put anybody's business out there so I'm not gonna say who but I greatly appreciate them uh, for just sharing their experience um and so listen to these notes so and just because we're talking about dating right think of the differences between men and women um and this one in particular is like needs Right. Yeah. So uh, one is so for men, it's sexual intimacy versus women's intimacy. Mm-hmm. For men, it's conversation versus women's communication. And again, these are needs. Um, men need domestic support versus women's financial support. Mm-hmm. Uh, men need recreational companionship versus women need commitment and men need respect versus women needing honesty that thing floored me okay I said oh wow so 
when we talk about self-sabotage, like one, we might even, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this for myself, like I, without ever even considering probably any of these points on this list, right? Or this list in general, um, or that there was a list, right? Because mm-hmm. we, right, we're dating well before we would even consider like, oh my goodness, that, you know, boys are from Mars, girls are from Venus mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywho, like, I know that I had to have experienced or or portrayed um, some type of self-sabotaging unbeknownst to me. That's, the, that's where I always have to drive that home. Like yeah. there is so... There are so many hurt people hurting people unbeknownst to themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, as you receive the hurt, you are aware of it. And it might take some time. That's the thing, too, though. Like, there's so much, like, hurt is also an action word, which we know. Mm-hmm. Love is an action word. We know that love feels better when it's in action, um, if it is the right love, because wrong love in action can hurt, right? So there's the hurt coming in. And so... The fact that it can be, it is moving and we don't know at what speed, right? Or with what, uh, at what volume, Mm. but it is, there are two different parties that at some point, whether it's at the same time or not, at some point, neither one of them know that hurt is, is being had or hurt is happening. And that's where it's the idea of cultural differences, meaning that, so I reposted um, this. Uh, for the show. And I know I reposted, I posted it late and I didn't mean to, because I really wanted people to be able to see it before the show, but it says your idea of, now, mind you, I know it says black excellence, but just follow me. So your idea of black excellence can't just be degrees, office jobs, and group passport photos. How about mental health, healthy relationships, building a family, giving back to our community? And I would say, et cetera, because um, I feel like count those other things. But so with that it being said, for the community is a big one. Listen, because how good. are you contributing to, we talk about this so yeah. much here on a B-Mix, like what is your contribution, your positive mm-hmm. contribution? Because you could be contributing something again with the hurt. And you don't mm-hmm. even know because you may either you don't perceive whatever you're doing or what you have said as hurt. Right. So hurt people hurt differently as well. Mm-hmm. Receive hurt differently and uh, dish out hurt, you know, differently. So there's that to all these differences cultivated within this culture, our overall culture and then our individualized cultures, our individual environments, like our mm-hmm. individual worlds that mm-hmm. we live in at times. I, like, I mean, it's bananas of just how much is happening that we seem to be so unaware of and we need to tap in it is high time for us to tap into what is happening around us like what we no no not even just what's happening around us what we are doing to influence what is happening happening around us there we go thank you james because like we cannot keep seeing it as you us that over no it's 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 we us. Can't keep looking at it from a victim standpoint. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that's all. Because at the point, I ain't got better to get to preaching. But I mean, the goal is it not to uh, for us that are victims of whatever, whatever you may have been victimized of, right? And is for no person. What you just what Jazz just say earlier about comparison. So it's for no one to compare. Like, oh, you can claim yourself as victim of this, but it's not as bad as that. If you're a victim of something, I acknowledge it and I 
humbly apologize for it, right? The goal is for us, whomever can identify as a victim to then work and heal to be the victor. It is to work from your label, your title, your name tag, you know, the your burden that you carry that's in a suitcase that you are dragging that is so heavy that is labeled victim to then be light mm-hmm. or heck, it can even be just as heavy, but it's going to feel better. Uh, mm-hmm. Carrying a better weight feels mm-hmm. more, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to reword that some kind of way. Like Not using that victim suitcase as a weapon. Mm. Good. <laughs> it's good, man. I'm t- like, that's it. And that work starts where? With you. Like, Jazz is wearing one. It's her shirt, period. Queen me. Um, but she's wearing the right thing. Me. Like, it's you. It's me. It's you. I'm not pointing fingers at you. I'm letting you know that your issues, your challenges, your circumstances that you are facing, as much as they may seem, um, you know, external, they stem from internal. They stem internally. I promise you. Mm-hmm. That should be tip of the week. Your external circumstances stem internally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we all, we all have to move with the the mindset that of remembering that all of us are victims of something. Okay. It may not be the same exact thing, but it ain't Sorry. nobody walking this earth. It ain't been hurt Listen, by something, whether they went. There's so many ways a child could be hurt. There's so many ways an adult could be hurt. Right. Not just in romantic relationships, even though we tend to highlight that. But friendships, co-workers, whatever. And, and just remembering it and allowing other people grace. And um, not adding, not compiling on to the drama or the BS that they've already mm-hmm. dealt with because you've been through something. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing because some people, they act like they're the only person. Mm-hmm. And I've been that person before too. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm the only person. Like my hurt is worse than yours. Like you don't know that. We don't know that. Exactly. And, th- and that right that literally that is, those are two monumental the cultural differences right there because mm-hmm. it all is what what's the whole thing everything is a decision right everything is mm-hmm. a choice a choice that you make so as you are hurt as you as you are process once you are finally processing your hurt right and dissecting it and pulling out and learning from it and this and doing away with the scraps and yada yada right that you decide you know what i am hurt i acknowledge so acknowledgement is going to be a big key to acknowledge that I am hurt um and I choose not to use it as a weapon I choose rather to use it and to internalize it and to be able to spew it out well I knew I was hoping so when you've been down I was like I hope it's a little high hi Nini love you so much y'all look at oh my goodness how to move oh he said, why you got me in the spotlight? Give me all the fur babies. Like, I just want to roll around in the field with all the fur babies. That's my happy place. Um, I'm sorry. I just No, 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 no. You're fine. Trust me. You never have to apologize. <laughs> you can always send me random pictures of move because I'm crazy like that. Um, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> Thank you. So, but like, 
the cultural difference between there is is deciding right in that moment that I am not going to, like you said before, um, you know, use my victim stance, right, as a weapon. I choose not to do that. If anything, I now choose to internalize my hurt, um, still acknowledging, and you're allowed to say, you know, okay, I, in the moment or in your part of your healing process where you have to acknowledge your hurt, if you have to, if it helps for you to identify yourself as a victim, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. You're allowed that. You are permitted. You have free range. However, at some point, again, the goal is to move from victim to victor, right? Because that means that that is your experience. You have gone through that for some reason, very unfortunate circumstances, right? I get that. The, the hurt doesn't feel good, right? I mean, exactly. um, but you have experienced that for some reason. One, clearly because you can handle it because God always said that he will not put more on you than you can bear. I know sometimes it feels like, like, Lord, ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way you thought I could bear this one. But... It is true. And it also means that there is your your responsibility is to heal and to get to the place where you now are the victor over the stance of where you were the victim. Even though you had you may or may not have had anything to do with why or what or who hurt you, but still your responsibility, one of your responsibilities is the fact that you are then to use this as a stepping stone of life, not to allow it to deter you from what it is, from your purpose work, from what it is that you are called to do, what it is that you are drawn to do, why you are here. You are here for a reason. I will forever remind all of us that that is the case because sometimes there are days you really need to hear that. You are here for a reason. You are here for a reason. If you don't turn around and look at yourself in a mirror, baby, and say, I'm here for a reason, and let your brain get to going with that, we let our brains run with everything else. Run with that. Let your brain try to figure out, well, where? Okay, on earth. All right, cool. Well, what? what? Like, I don't know about y'all. My brain be having to break it down to like little tiny, tiny bites. Like, baby, I got to cheer this up. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, and it's just what we need. But I, we are here today to remind you that you are here for a reason. And some mm-hmm. days, absolutely, it gets harder to be able to see it. But still, because you are here for a reason, I can tell you, it is for you to persevere through, let's just say, the negativity with your positivity. So it, again, is your responsibility to take the hurt that you have received to, it, it's come inside, it's kind of like a, I'm trying to think of something. It's, I don't know, I'm seeing like a wheel or something like that, like just something churning on the inside. And so like the hurt, the negativity comes inside. One, <laughs> work to the point where you're so strong that it bounces off of you. So you ain't got to worry about internalizing it. But as we are new to certain hurts, right? Mm-hmm. You're not just hurt once in life. and like, okay, I'll never be hurt again. It don't work like this thing. Sorry. Love you. Um, <laughs> and so some hurts are different than others, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so when you are new to one, that means that you are, you know, not creating, but establishing and strengthening this muscle, you know, and defense against this particular hurt, right? In order for it to be used for your good and the good for other people. There are names and souls attached to your name. So there's work for you to do. Why you cannot allow this hurt to come into yourself, right? And stay there and fester and turn you into this cold, hard, miserable person. I've told people many a times before, I know I've said with y'all, share with y'all that I have, I, especially if y'all go read that tombstone, baby, I got every right 
to be a mean, bitter, (laughs) I have every right. However, I choose not to be because that's my responsibility. No, Mm -hmm. I didn't choose the hurt. The hurt chose me. Got it. Now (laughs) it's also part of my path. Like it's something for me to, I have to do something with it. I had to, or else it would have killed me. And I refuse. If you hate something so much, if something you dislike so much, would you allow it to be the very cause of your death, of your demise? No, you should not. You know, like that just, no, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that in 2022, y'all. Double portion, baby. No, ma'am. No, sir. And I, and I agree because that's exactly, you know, with the ending of my last relationship, I felt, I felt the bitterness try and come in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I knew that I didn't want to carry that on to whatever I wound up moving into, which is why I went inward uh-huh. so, so hard. Oh, I love to hear it. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, that's good. Like, I feel this. I feel what I'm saying. I feel how I'm speaking on certain things. And I acknowledge it. And I know that that's not who I am, nor is it who I want to become. Mm-hmm. So all I can do is work on myself and put positive energy out into the world, encourage other people who may have gone through similar situations. Um, those relationships be a whole different type of hurt because... Oh. We choose those people. We don't choose family. We don't choose. I mean, sometimes we choose friends and then we stay in those friendships out of. Oh, Lord. Talking good. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking good. Definitely the relationship. It it definitely hit on a different level. Totally. Um, Totally. It's a whole different level. Like, here's here's regular level. And then it's like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and rightfully so, though, because I know for and so it makes me think of this because I know I've shared this before of why my companionships. Right. So dating relationships, um, like why they hurt so much at the end of them for me, because it was also losing a friend and friendship. I value friendship like to the utmost degree. And I really believe that's all of us. But um, naturally, we as human beings, you know, like we 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 need we have a an innate necessity for uh i would just say companionship we're just you know just to be attached and you know with someone have right huh have community hey, thank you that's the word oh lord have mercy have have companionship. community you. and companionship i know it's a day c word i cannot think of community jesus thank you <laughs> um, and so like because of that I think that we all really, and that even really goes back into the, the Bible too. Um, it just talks about like how close you hold a friend and all. And so um, it, it's, it's like a, I don't, it was like, it's a, I mean, it's a bigger tear to the heart when you have, and I, I guess for people that were dating someone that wasn't really their friend, maybe you cannot relate. And I will acknowledge that I'm telling you how it feels. <laughs> Yeah. To, and not even to say that they were a good friend to you or they were a good, you know, dating partner to you. But if it's even lopsided to the fact that you promoted them as your friend, I promoted my two ex-boyfriends as my best friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Like not the same time. Y'all want people like that. But y'all know what I mean. In a respective yeah. time. And so um, that you I, I did that, you know, and so because of that, at the end of these relationships, it's like, I lose my friends. Like, bro, I can't just call you and type like, 
I, you were the first person I would tell this to, or you were the first, you know, good or bad. Like, I can't even do that because we're, and I, I keep telling you, like, I somehow, for whatever reason, God thought it was funny to make me to the point where I can, you know, remove myself and view things globally. So I can separate things. Like, I can compartmentalize and I can be like, okay, we just argued here, but now we're over here and we have to deal with this. So, okay, let's deal with this. This has nothing to do with that right yeah. now. I would yeah. like to, um, Oh, y'all, wait a minute. Oh, I'm getting yelled at. Um, I haven't told y'all. <laughs> Speaking of reminders, I haven't reminded y'all to be sure to like and share the show. Also, what I'm really excited that I have not thought about probably in a while of saying is that if you have a question or if you want to add into this uh Discussion. Juicy topic, okay. <laughs> this discussion here. Uh, please feel free to uh, comment um, and or call 443-642-9403. Again, 443-642-9403. Come on in this place, okay? You are welcome, all right? Um, but yeah, like just, I, they were my friends. And so I like, you're absolutely right of just like, uh, there's there's an... I, another level of bitterness of like bruh like so now I'm looking at people crazy like then I guess I don't know like and I know people Mm -hmm. because that there there's that's grief right you have to grieve the loss of these people and I think there's something about grieving the loss of someone living you know like I think the mind can make sense of like okay someone has passed out but then now here's this grief that none of us talked about none of us grew up dealing with the losses or the grief that is attached to, you know, things like friendships and, and dating chips and all. Like we learned about what we would now call the other group. Like the only group that we knew was, mm. you know, what comes to mind first and rightfully so. Right. But now that we just know better, clearly we have to do better. And so it's like that grief process, grieving process, it definitely takes you to a place. Cause I know some people, obviously some people grieve differently. So there are the people that gravitate toward the thing that, I guess it reminds me of, so it's like, hey, well, I, I'm grieving this relationship and they were my friend. And so I don't have a friend or a man right now. So I'm now clinging to my friends. Like, hey, y'all, I'm going to love on y'all. I'm squeezing on y'all. What's up? Right. Mm-hmm. Or they're the people that, you know, distance themselves or, or maybe a mix of both or whatever. And there's all of, you know, different things in between. But, you know, it, it's, child, embark on your healing journey. <laughs> Let's take the moment there and bark on it. I am sure there's something still in your closet, in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit um, that you have not processed. And that's a lot of us because a lot of all of us have a lot to, to process, especially those of us functioning in the, the, the millennials on like this generation here, our generation, like there's so much on our backs, so much um, entailed for us to do. And it was just handed to us, like, mm-hmm. you know, as it was. So, so many other generations, obviously things were handed, but then I think that other gen like chose, right. There were decisions made. And um, while they came out of like survival, just like, Hey, we, we got to make the best of it, get on by. Um, and so these choices and decisions could have been made differently to give us a better uh, jumpstart. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not the case. And so everything has been handed to us and you always know of the people or groups of group of people um that have the most responsibility because it's usually the group or the person that is left out hence why 
the show is for the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, and the forgotten. For all of those, even if it's you that has forgotten a part of you or forgotten yourself as a whole, this is this show is for you. Like simply because it is your constant reminder to go inward. Like Jess said earlier, to work inward. That was like beautifully said earlier. Like that. That's exactly it. And I, I get so happy to hear people say that. Like I realize. I was, you know, I was spewing out what was given to me and I like it. So I went inward. I started working on self. Yes, please. Yes. Give me more of that in our world. That is it. That's the anecdote. That's it. So, man, we got uh, we got some work to do and that's okay. It's okay. But we got to actually do the work. That That's the key. That's really what... Um, is necessary and it's because of like when I was talking about the um the post that I posted earlier where I know I said don't don't pay too much attention to the fact this is black excellence but now back to that like if we think about it right whatever your utopia is of black excellence um it should very well I I think I want to read the room universally and believe that we have moved from only believing, and while there are plenty of us, you know, right, skin folk and kin folk, um, that, you know, believe, like, success is measured by, you know, degrees, and, you know, oh, you got the office job, and all that, okay, cool, but I think that as a whole, we have done enough work to at least get us to the point where we're at least peeking at the idea of, like, that ain't it, like, that ain't all that's it, you know, and I Shout out to the pandemic. The pandemic helped a lot of people to hurry up and jumpstart and get there. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So it's like just for us now to consider like what the rest of the post says, like how about mental health? Imagine a world of black folk, you know, the folk that have really been taken through the ringer mentally, if nothing else, um, at, were at a, a place of overall, you know, at least majority just had a good number of, of good mental health status. Oh my Lord. Like I, I was just in a regular conversation earlier. I was just like, yo, I probably do. Like I know I haven't, I don't think I've ever like been tested for it either. So that's me just working on habituation. I've never been tested for it or even choosing to be tested for myself. But as far as like, what is, I think adult is ADD, adult ADD or anything like that. But I am pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like, it's not even probably just a hand. Like, it's a good little amount, right? Um, I feel myself getting up and down, getting up and down. Okay. You feel like you're sitting like, what I was doing and like, wait a minute. Listen. My if brain is moving faster than I can physically. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, why if nothing else, our minds, like, straight yeah. thoughts of being like, so I was laughing because on the conversation, she was saying that, she was like, yeah, I remember I caught myself uh, she said I was talking to somebody and I just said something like, Oh, did I heat up that food? Like <laughs> 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 And I'm laughing now only because she and I were able to laugh anyway. I would not make fun if she didn't laugh at herself. But it it of course it, you know, naturally when you laugh first, but I was just like, yes, like I can justify that because that's what it is. And though, what I did do, let me help us out because I'm not ragging on us that either are diagnosed or most of us are undiagnosed. Um right. But uh, any of us that are dealing with, you know, ADD, even going ADHD, that something that I discovered in that conversation 
while I was minor, but still, I think it's monumental now I'm thinking about it, is that I think any of us that, that deal with, I guess, symptoms of that, right, um, it means, like, a, a kudos to us is that there is something about the ability to multitask, yes, but that's just on the surface. Beneath the surface is, like, an exceptional, uh, I guess it would be observation, Observationist? I don't know. What, what is that? Observer? Okay, there we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was searching in my brain, but I'm like, what is that called? Um, just someone that's very observant, right? Because, <clears throat> excuse me, that she had said that um, unbeknownst to whoever she was speaking to, that she saw like a plastic bag and maybe the place of a head food or something like that. So it triggered, right? While she's running 10 miles per hour or 20 miles per hour, whatever, with her thoughts that just seeing that bag, it triggered something else. And so it's yeah. like where the other person, you know, wouldn't have thought of it. So then think of, of course, I'm going to take you right back to, you know, the topic of like cultural differences of where we are met. It could, it does not always have to be an ugly situation. We're not talking about like domestic violence relationships where it's like, okay, clearly you came from a different type of world. And I can't, that's an example. But I mean, even in <clears throat> like decent, uh, healthy uh, scenarios where you know two different people or different parties are met, and still there's a like a large cultural difference and cultural gap, right? Because each person grew up in their household, in their environment, saw whatever they saw. Um, yes, ma'am. Okay, good job. You can put it in the trash. Thank you so much. You did an excellent job. Well, they're very different worlds. Right? Very different worlds. You, you get what I'm saying, and, and rightfully so. Yeah. Go ahead, Jazz. I'm sorry. I said having different things instilled in you as a child or having different things modeled for you um, mm-hmm. impact how you move. Exactly. You know what to exactly. move. And sometimes when you see people move differently, you think they're moving wrong. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, because that's not how you're supposed to do it. Right. Right. And, and thank you. So I was, no, they did not call. They don't talk about me right now. Um, but not the fact that that is exactly how we really think without us thinking right um but so we're not the the problem is not necessarily that each person is raised in in, in a different house and has different things instilled in them we even with the fact that that we do understand there's a large range that means that there are some wrong things that's where you know outside of our court like that's where racism you know has been passed on and things like so we understand and we clearly see the fruits of you know labor on on both ends and so the the answer is not hey we'll get everyone to just instill the same thing we're not looking to all become robots where here the key here of all of what we've talked about is the fact of getting us to talk about our stuff we come into a room full of people that are totally different or even slightly different, either way, different nonetheless, than us. And we sit amongst them as if we are the same. Mm-hmm. That is the issue. Mm-hmm. Walk into that room, the next room that you walk into, as different as you are, it doesn't mean that you have to flaunt it. It does not mean you have to make it anyone's business at, before you actually speak and use your mouth, articulate your differences. 
Mm-hmm. That is what will empower and impact us and impact the movement in such a mighty way to get us, probably propel us, you know, forward if we begin to do that. Mm-hmm. If we begin to speak and, and clearly articulate our differences, we, yeah. it, does, it doesn't mean that you are forcing your differences on anyone, but you are totally allowed to be as different, as unique as you are. That is how you were made. Because remember, you are here for a reason. You are here with a purpose. Mm-hmm. So you, we know and how you here. find your people. Say it again. And that's how you find your people. Exactly. How about you that? yourself, then nobody who could connect to you or relate to you or whatever the case may be, or who will appreciate you and your differences. Because you don't have to be the same. You just have to find people who appreciate your differences. But if they don't even know that they exist. How about that? Exhaling, that's it. You're blending. You're hiding. Yep. Yep. That's good. That's that's actually, yes. (laughs) So happy when I just hear somebody say something like, yeah. And then how about, okay, so this feeling that I'm feeling right now is exactly that. That's the exact response that you really want to and you're I think that we don't allow ourselves to have responses that we deserve and that we need and quite frankly that we want but Mm -hmm. society or whatever has uh influenced us to say that you know oh no no no, you can't be excited about somebody agreeing with you 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 can't actually right you can can. we think everything has to be a debate there has to be a debacle made of everything and that's not necessarily the case that can happen in some cases but we shy away from you know things happening naturally you Mm -hmm. know like no 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 no. you can't force anything supernatural supernatural will happen upon you right Mm -hmm. um and it's how you deal with that but if you're fumbling natural responses and natural uh, flow of things, then how you finna deal with anything supernatural? Um, let's take a break in the conversation for a second for some news. I was about to use somebody else's catchphrase. What is that news that you can't actually use? I don't know. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I can't even get the phrase right. It's okay. But uh, news. So COVID parenting has passed the point of absurdity. Uh, quoting directly, how do we send our kids back to school when no one can find COVID tests and so many students and teachers are out sick? How do we keep our kids home from school when we're expected to be back at work? How can we be good parents when we are also required to be employees, teachers, nurses, playmates, chefs, therapists, and spouses? As I write this sentence, Netflix is babysitting my daughter who is homesick with a fever and runny nose that might be COVID. Should I feel guilty that I'm not attending to her every need? Or is guilt now a luxury of parents? I'm sorry, a, go back. Should I feel guilty that I'm not attending to her every need? Or is guilt now a luxury parents cannot afford? Melinda Wenner Moyer writes. Well, that's really the thing that's been on everybody's brain since they opened schools back up. How about and that? Since they closed them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Literally since the beginning of Like, just, yes. that yeah. I, I know that they will not just all of a sudden grant us the Garden of Eden lifestyle that I do offer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, in the house. You know, 
Listen, like productive. Oh, I'm sorry. And that was from, thank you, uh, crediting the Atlantic.com. So if you want to uh, read more into that, that's the Atlantic.com. Um, shout out to our producer. Thank you, Monty. Awesome. Um, like, I, whew, again, cultural differences. Like, I mean, just just all that's the thing too because that is definitely an impact on different cultures in different ways people have different circumstances you got people who must go to work they don't have paid leave they don't have anything and they have children you got people who work from home or you got people who make enough money that Uh none of this is a problem exactly i got a tutor it should be good right no no really exactly and so it's like because of all of these differences, one, so there, there's a prime example, because I'm sure, and I, I, I try to consider, no matter what I suggest and just what we come, what we conclude here, um, that there still could possibly be someone else who's like, girl, we can do that, but, right, so, because I was the person I always played devil's advocate, so I think of just what we just talked about before I shared that, of, you know, speak your differences, right, feel free, and this is your push to speak your differences, um, uh, that even speaking them, because I know there's always somebody, oh, if you speak them, they ain't going to listen. They ain't going. First of all, going into it with that attitude always changes the narrative initially. So that's, ugh, right? Um, but I, I think that if everyone in the world <laughs> was in a bowl and they poured out their stuff, right? Um, we would see from... follow me y'all from all of the differences that will be poured out because each person is unique and all that there are so many similarities that you know obviously that are shared and so I think that it would be we would be able to sit like sift through and and at least be able to rebuild different pillars of society and understanding the importance um or the important factors but the priorities of society as it is now. We are still thriving off of, you know, work schedules and work weeks and all that that were set how long ago? Right. You know what I mean? Like, can we consider, exactly. when are we going to get to the point where we consider certain things? Of, I, I, it could be the school week as well, but at the very yeah. least, the work week that is considered, the work hours, you know what I mean, that are mandated. Well, like, the school week is based on the work week. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. But even... My thing is, even if though, truthfully, even if it were, and I mean, this is like me really just pulling something out of the side of my neck. But the reason why I, I try to distinguish between the two, because that that has been, and that's what I mean. Like we are live, we've been living off that, like, hey, the school week is based off of the work week, fine. But we are living in a world where any and everything I feel is those upper grabs. Like any and yeah. everything should probably just be changing right now because yeah. all of it is changing unbeknownst to us anyway, right? So what we do have control over is to really, I mean, if we fighting over something in Congress, oh, let's really fight about the things that matter. Can we fight for a happiness of people? I will never get over uh, coming across, and I wrote things in a textbook now I'm thinking about it, but either way, coming across an article that was mentioned about um, people, Lord, <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. Okay, we got another piece of news. Oh, God. Um, but <laughs> that uh, uh, of the countries and like the people or their citizens um, have like, like a, uh, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh, like a ranking, a ranking of like happiest people, like per, like by country, right? We were nowhere near the top. Yep. 
I don't know if that's a surprise to anyone. <laughs> we were nowhere near the top, right? And so it's like to consider certain things like that, that even if for, I don't know, giggles that if they consider, okay, well, we will maintain, I don't know, to weave it into something different from what we have abided by for so long, which is dumb. We shouldn't even have been abiding by a work week this long this way. Um, seeing as though other countries, you know, do something differently and they're happier. Moving on. But um, that, you know, say if we left the school week at five days, but the work week is now at three or even at four. So meaning that we are giving the fact that a parent, you know, a guardian gets a, at least a day that they get to be outside of the weekend that of course the kids will be home with them, but that they get a day during the week that their child, you know, is is somewhere where they have chosen, so they're fine. They don't have to rush and try to find a sitter. And this, like, consider the livelihood of your people, for God's sake. Like, and even in a pandemic, because it baffles the heck out of me of how employers, whew, don't care. I mean, just really still right now, as if we have not been, what were we in, year three? Year two, yeah, yeah, year three of this. Like, are we not? Have we not experienced this pandemic that we have not experienced before? And y'all are just you living under a rock. But you know, the thing is, is that the three day. I personally would root for the three. I thought that was a good number. Okay, and I thank you. Not only does it, it's so many things that could be improved with that because it increased unemployment because. Now you only need. Now you have room to hire more people because you're exactly. making the people that you already are employing work less, which exactly. means you'll have room to bring in other people for those other days. Exactly. And um, nobody's feeling burnt out. Right there, you go. You have happier employees. Right, happier employees. They're gonna come to work probably on time. Bust out that shift. Okay. Customer service is gonna be on a whole. I'm saying high productivity is going to be up. Right? I ain't trying to steal the money because I feel like I'm overworked and underpaid. Like, And on top of it, then you just pay people more because you don't you don't pay them the lower amount if they can't work in less. You just give right. them a higher pay uh-huh. and then it'll uh, balance itself out. Exactly. But we are living and, and breathing and semi trying to function within a society that refuses to even ensure that every working person has sustainable wage. We won't, they won't even do that where you have us working 40 plus hours per week and knowing that we are raising, you know, families and and this and that and maintaining the economy. Are you kidding me? Like without Mm -hmm. breaks, without Mm -hmm. halt, without pauses. And you still can't at least say every job that is out there, every single solitary job that you could possibly get out here, we will make sure that if it just is, if it's part of the the area, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think that that should be visited as well. Why are there so many different areas with different, um, you know, cost of living on that? I think that I do think that's stupid, but whatever, because I'm a unified kind of person. I kind of want everything across the board, but uh, whatever. Um, you know, shout out to the forefathers for that. Um, and that's their forefathers, not ours, but either way. Um, you know, like go ahead. I saw the show, well, it's this show called Adam Ruins Everything. Crying. And a few years ago, I saw an episode where they actually discussed the work week. 
pre-pandemic, like years before the pandemic. Okay. And so one of the things that they talked about is that the last um, government official or president to push for the work week to be decreased from the 40-hour full-time was actually... um, What's the one that had the um the Watergate? Okay. Okay. Yes. I never good at uh quoting the presidents, but I do get you. I don't even know why I took up all the time. Who knows? So once he yeah. got impeached, that no longer became a topic of conversation, but he was the last president that was pushing for a decrease. And prior to that. The funny thing is, the reason why we are at a 40-hour work week, which it used to be 70 hours, is because of Henry Ford. And so, really, the government doesn't have to control it. It can be other businesses that take the initiative to say, hey, this is what will work best for our people. And that's basically what he did. That's what I mean. He people two days off instead of one, because that's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And he said, I see my co- my employees are coming to work more happy. They got more time to spend with their families, blah, blah, blah. And that was a really long time ago that he came to that decision. And since then, we can all agree that with the technological advances that our country or the, the world. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. The world. Because you yep. don't need the same amount of hours. At all. Exactly. And Especially not physically. No. Uh-huh. Exactly. Inside of a building. And I get that to each his own as far as, you know, when we say like per industry and, and things like that. But still, I, I mean, I know I'm, I'm limited in my thinking now, but just so many different, you know, like I get like, okay, the factories where they're building cars, I'm sure. So I know not, not that many people are going to be able to, you know, work remotely, but I don't know. Advanced technology might be able to. China probably can. They probably build cars from their house. I don't know. But anyway. Um, but but a good amount of fields could. Right. And even if they're not working remote, they could still have something working hours and hire more employees. That's it. Which like to me, if you've got less people, if you got more people coming in in shorter time frames, productivity is always going to be up because no one's going to be tired. Exactly. But you rather overwork your people because, oh, they signed up for this. No, you actually placed us within a society and said that we have to work to earn the wages that you actually owe us. But carry on. And yeah. so I know that I have to do this in order to live. My cat definitely just rolled his eyes at me. I don't understand. Um, that, you know, like I have to work to, in order to be able to live. Like, or else, I mean, you wouldn't care if I was coming to work, but yet I'm home. Like, I'm just... I even recent, this is something that's been a, a topic that interests me for a long time. I looked up some years ago, um, Egypt, back in the day, used to pay people with places to live. Mm-hmm. Not money, that's but a home. Now that's so they worked to get a home. Could you imagine that yeah. jobs, not just because you move from out of state or something like that, but if like jobs, you know, like offer that, like as a, hey, you know, we, I know like we can offer this and I get that your family size is this. And so we'll subsidize, like, I'm just show that they care. Give people a car, like, where do you get back and forth to work? 
Why? Because that's every one bill that you don't have to worry about. Right, there it is. Uh, that's the that's the priciness right there. Here, here. Insurance repairs, payment. Don't get no ticket. You uh, got to maintain this shorts. Okay. Registration. Listen, because I'm a <laughs> listen. I got to. I'm telling you that you have to have this and you have to do that. Yeah. When you up here, you're gonna have to pay that, and it's gonna be a delay here. Like yeah. literally. Yeah. Uh, Joe, they, they I ain't about to call you no more, Joe. Through those vehicles, for real. Say it again. I said, they really suck us dry through those vehicles, for real. Listen. Camera like, tickets, like, to me, camera tickets should be illegal. Like, if, if no person caught me doing it, why do I have a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's not my same justification, but I do, right, like, the ticket, they're outrageous. They're outrageous, y'all, and I get it, but y'all ain't setting us up to, to really try it's not it's not for the safety i can see that but it's really to make the money and i you just keep making money off our backs come and they on say you don't have enough money to do the stuff that you, you're supposed to be doing why the school so bad listen they the whole country the whole country got lower scores than several other countries mm-hmm. but we the biggest country so what's up with that <laughs> but we still don't need country. Like, what's up with that? i'm saying gets on my nerves like we're back i'm not about to call him uncle but joe kamala listen y'all want to make some revolutionary moves like get us to talking about this and i get and my thing is the fact that we are fighting over things that have been brought up in congress and been to the senate and all that time and time and time again is so unnerving it does mm-hmm. tell me that there's some spiritual stuff in there. They got to just be the devil all up in there, baby. But, um, you know, there's some believers in there as well. Yeah. And so it is like, can we just get to the point where, you know, we as the people, man together on the demands of bringing this up again, y'all. We brought mm-hmm. this up toward the very beginning of the B-Mix of, you know, hey, let's think about, let's consider, you know, our list of demands. Can we band together? Like, even in the midst of our, you know, personal cultural differences, right? Mm-hmm. That we are and probably forever will be culturally different. And that's okay because I'm a culture within myself. There are certain things I like, certain things I do not like. I don't like it that way. I don't, don't touch me. I don't know. It's just because it's Wednesday, whatever. Like, Mm-hmm. I am a culture all within myself and that's okay. And that's my contribution to the overall culture, right? And so mm-hmm. we will forever be culturally different. Can we still band together is the question on the table. And I need us to get to a place to do the healing, to do the self-love work, right? To yeah. gracefully, you know, travel our journeys, in order to position ourselves to be able to, I don't know, articulate an appropriate response to that question. Can we band together and not just talk about it, be about it? That's it. That's it. And that's all, y'all. That's it. And that's all. I got I got a two pieces of news before we get out of here, y'all. Um, I guess the, the oh, I was about to say the light and the low, but it's going to get a little heavy again. Okay. So this first one, a little lighter. Um, the baby <laughs> is trying to rebuild that career, y'all. The baby gives a homeless mother um, $1,000 for her hats. What? Oh, yeah, for her hats after she tells him she lives in a car with her son. So shout out to the baby for that. I don't care what mess up you do. I'm always be happy that um, 
somebody does some good. I ain't going about what it compares to what they did in eyes. No, no, no. I don't even know what he did. Girl, I, I, I vaguely and barely know, but just I know he's beefing with his, I'll say most recent, I guess. Oh, with the most recent, um, yeah, child's mother, and it was ugly and all of that. So, it's, you know, and he's been in the news quite a few times anyway of just some mess going on. Right, right. Oh, the whole right. The action. whole something right. about homophobic comments, right? Because that's yeah. what I say. He's been in the news for an, um, another, right? I guess that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, because I thought I was th- thinking about something else, but that that's it. That's it. Because it three things came to mind, and I guess I can't even think of the other one. So yes, the homophobic comment, uh, homophobic comments. Excuse me. Um, and then the uh, I know the issue with uh, his mother recently just just stuff and I, I know it was something else I know it's a third thing it just isn't coming to me now it'll probably come to me in the middle of the night um and I'll just yell it out um in my bedroom okay so uh second piece of news before we get out of here is New Mexico is the first state to ask National Guard and state bureaucrats to volunteer to substitute for teachers amid the pandemic as the state surges in infections I did see something pop up like this child. I'm not going to, I don't know. No, I don't want to bring it that way. Because I was always, I think I was about to start talking as if I was going to sway anybody's thoughts. And that's never what I want to do. Just imagine, um, because I think when I saw it, it was someone reposting it or whatever. And I think, I don't know. I think I want to go Google it. I, either way, I saw images. That's that's what I'm getting to. So seeing images, because first I feel like in writing, I was like, oh, oh. Well, look at that's sweet. <laughs> Y'all know I'm always naive initially. Like, oh, that's so sweet. And then you get to the images and you see these various people in uniform. Oh, you know what? I actually, what I saw, I apologize. What I saw was officers in a certain area um, serving as subs. Um, so here, I guess with National Guard, I would hope in New Mexico, that you have folks in uh, civil, uh, uh, in their civvies or whatever that, that's called of, um, you know, just like regular clothing. I, I hope that that's the case because when I saw the images of, I don't even want to try to think of where, I, where what area, I think it was like Mooresville, but I don't know what state, um, that that particular district had like I said, officers, they're putting, they were shouting out, this was the police department. It was, yep, it was a repost of the police department um, just shouting out like, hey, thank y'all so much for the different schools for allowing us to come. And you just see the images of these officers standing in these elementary school classrooms. And just with so much that was right, thank you, right? So with so much going on, it just was like, because it's hard right now you want to you want so bad and i'm just speaking from from a parent perspective but i think for anyone else that has any children in their lives i'm sure that it's an icky feeling when you get to just the thought of the conversation that you eventually have to have with the police Mm -hmm. i'm sorry about the police with with you know the children in your lives and i I say that because even in my conversation with uh picking my daughter up from school today where we're we're getting into like really getting into like her memorizing like address and things like that so she has my name down of course her name down her age her birthday um but then we get into address and so it brought up like 
easily, I had to, I know I said this, I think yesterday when we were talking about it, but then today kind of reiterating, you know, as you reiterate, you want to give a little bit more information and kind of feed it. And so I wanted to be able to say like, hey, yes, like introduce the idea of like that there are bad people in the world, right? And having to break that innocence of like, oh, everybody's, right? And so that's the, you know, the uh, part, a very unfortunate part about uh, adulthood is as you learn stuff, you have to pass things on um, and then feed it to them in a way that they can, uh, you know, receive it. And then, but it, it made me think of, I didn't mention it, but it made me think of like, shoot, because I was used the easy way to portray that or to convey that message was, yeah, if you get disconnected from mommy and you have to tell the police officer, because as of right now, she has this trust of the police officer to do right. Mm-hmm. But I, as we all No, I'll just say most because apparently there's some people, but you know, most of us know that it ain't that black and white. Well, it never really was, but that we know for sure um, and have proof that there, it's just not that black and white anymore. And so it, that is why this is an issue that it just has to be combed out and has to be fixed. It can't go unaddressed any longer of, oh, police over there, we're over here. We got issues. We'll figure it out. We ain't calling them because they ain't going to do nothing. Like, because you can't even think of something as simple as, That's oh, right? Like, you can't even think of the officers as like, oh, just substitute teachers. Because, I mean, that was icky as heck. Like, looking at them in the classroom, was like, oh, Lord. And I think one day, I, I think most of them were fine at first. I think the first few were like, oh, we see the, you know, Caucasian children. Like, I don't use that word, but, you know, the white kids. Okay. Um, and then you get down to it, it's like, oh, it was one, like, little black boy he was doing his work. And I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. What you thinking about him? Like, what? Uh, just, right, right. Woo! It was that was tough. So this year, for for New Mexico being the first state, um, for National Guard, okay, and state bureaucrats, um, to volunteer. Um, it this is first of all, I will say this though, uh, teachers that are standing your grounds. Uh, I do want them, I pray that, that that no one is just jumping on the bandwagon because I know that's easy to do in any circumstance, unfortunately, even this. Um, but I do pray that all of them that are standing their grounds come from a place of purely of like, hey, my circumstance says that I cannot or I, you know, and this doesn't work for me and my household and all that. That I totally respect 100%. Um, what's the thing as a teacher that nobody is mentioning on the news what's that teachers are the first people to get sick yes when dealing with children spread germs everybody knows that absolutely and when i was teaching i was sick for three months straight i got sick in a week (laughs) i was sick for three months at the start of the school year and just like that, the germs spread like wildfire. Like being in a school, yeah. you watch kids, and this was before the pandemic, you watch kids cough on other kids, sneeze yeah. on other kids, yeah. wipe snot, touch it on the desk. Like, and that's just in the little kid class. Right, right. It's not in high school, I don't know, yeah. but kids kissing each other when they shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> Like, who knows? And not want to put on a mask because they're too cute for a mask or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And, you know, kids are dirty. (laughs) (laughs) And that concludes this episode. (laughs) Kids are dirty. And the end. That's it. Oh, God. (laughs) And the show.
Oh, God, that was hilarious. Kids are dirty. Um, but I, I get it. I get it. They're and I mean, properly trained to, to keep themselves from sharing germs. And, and, that, and that's yeah. it. But isn't that the answer to everything? Everything that we think of, all the issues that we have, and I'm closing out now, but all the issues that we have, it goes back to proper training. Proper training. I, I feel like I could talk a boatload about proper training in so many different areas of our society. Um, and clear, I mean, the, the common sense of how that would help us overall, but whew, we are going to um, digest this for now. And um, God willing, we'll be back next week. Jazz, thank you so much always for just answering the call, man, and just being here. I appreciate you. I mean that. Thank you so much. I appreciate your contribution to each of you. I love you. I do. I missed you last week. I did. Um, and we're going we gonna to move this thing. This train is not stagnant. Onward and upward. I know I said that, I think, a year ago or two years ago. Um, and this year is double portion. The only way we can get double portion is we keep it moving. So until next time, be the cultural difference that you are. Be the mix that you are. Peace. Thank you.